We're going to reset here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so this segment, you get to ask me whatever you'd like. Either Mia's like Tony or Professor Tony or just a question you've had for professors, whatever you'd like. So do you guys have questions for me? I do have one. Um, I think when people are thinking about choosing their major at college or like telling their parents about their major, they get really worried about what other people are going to say and about, oh, well, you can't make money doing that. Um, was there ever a time in your life where you were like sharing your love for like communication and somebody said like, you know, you're not going to make money doing that or that's so competitive, your odds are very low of being successful? So I and so to your point before I answer the question, I see we do tours here, mm-hmm. and I and parents come in with their perspective with the per- perspective students. That's their number one concern, mm-hmm. and I hear them try and convince their kid to make a minor, like b- make communication a minor rather than a major, because of that that fear, that worry that you won't make as much as an engineering student would, right? Yeah. Um, I am very, very lucky in that my parents, they literally could care less about what I would have chosen as a career. They're very much the type of people of do what you love. So I, so I, I never got questioned by my parents as far as my studies. However, I grew up in a very, very low income household. So that means I had to pay for everything. Um, and when I mean everything, I mean from living expenses to tuition, right? Mm-hmm. Just the whole thing. And so m- money is a concern when you're doing it. Um, I grew up in a different time than you guys. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And, and things were less rigid. It feels now that things... Um, you can't make mistakes anymore. You really can't play around anymore. When, yeah. I, when I was growing up, there was a lot more wiggle room, and I feel for you guys so much. <laughs> but I loved making movies. I loved video. I loved editing. I loved making cartoons. So I was taking animation. And I was taking filmmaking. I was taking documentary. I got into a really, really good film program, and I just waited tables. And, and nobody was... Nobody was telling me any negative things because on the one hand, at that time, there wasn't this culture of like, you have to pick a path and then mm. if you get derailed, it ruins things forever. Yeah. It was very much, uh, oh, okay, this is cool for now. And if you change your mind, and <laughs> you, you can make it work. And also because the school I got into is so prestigious mm-hmm. in the film world that people were like, of course, that's a, that's a really great film school. Like nobody would ever like poo-poo it, so to speak. <laughs> So it's it's different for me, and it was different for me my whole life. And I feel for when I hear those parents who come in for the tours tell that to their kids, it's I feel so much for those kids because I know that that that's like a little like, um, it's like it's like a little stab in their heart that mm-hmm. their parents don't want them to do what they love, hmm. and the parents are just concerned. And so there's not much I can say except that I tell them that what you're going to get from our program are soft skills, and that's something that's really in demand right now in any company. So engineering companies wish they had our students there to communicate the innovations that they're doing to the public, to um, clients. And so that what we do here is actually a very marketable skill. So. Um, hopefully that helps out with the conversations at home, but I don't know. Okay answer? Yeah, yeah, okay. I love that. That's so true, because my parents were the same way. They're like, well, you 
you want to choose a career where you want you can make money and like support yourself but also that you enjoy and so it's been hard because like my cousins were like the same as like you they were told do what you love and then my family's more like a little mix and it's so it's been hard to like decide which one to follow because I've seen all examples so and like I said it's also time difference my generation did not have the scrutiny that you all have and the scrutiny yeah. you all have like I can see why there's an uptick in like mental health issues because mm. it's it's not it's an inhospitable inhospitable way to live right now yeah and I feel for anyone trying to build a career with uh, so little leeway yeah mm -hmm. that's really fair. <laughs> hopefully that's not a downer for you listening. <laughs> uh any question for me Katie? yeah um i was just wondering like how do you adapt as the program like changes and like any like staff turnovers because i know there's been like a few of those and also just like wanting to add more classes and build the program but there might not necessarily be like the people there to take the classes like how do you adapt oh gosh well <laughs> it's so funny because um so yeah when i came in to the program which 2020 mm -hmm. There was, there did seem to be a lot of turnover yeah. in that. And I didn't, I wasn't sure if students noticed that, but I definitely yeah. did. And I was concerning, of course. I was a second body problem, meaning my husband was getting hired here. So mm. I was coming either way. <laughs> uh, so um, I was like, okay, well, let's see how this goes. And it just so happened that the director was getting ready to retire. And yeah. so I was tasked to be the director. And that's exactly all those things you mentioned mm -hmm. are exactly what I'm working on now, because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how we can grow in marketable areas, mm -hmm. who can teach those classes. Mm -hmm. I'm writing justifications to hire faculty for those classes. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to keep some stability in the faculty we currently have. I'm, well, yeah. the faculty we have now, I, I've brought on. Mm -hmm. And so my hope is that everyone stays <laughs> for a long time yeah. and uh and that we can um increase offerings like in sports media and journal i mean in social media mm -hmm. um in non-news communications there's yeah. mass communications that aren't necessarily under the news um umbrella so yeah. uh that's that's how I adapt is basically I just I'm doing it I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm getting, the getting the numbers <laughs> I'm writing all the things I need to do I'm having the meetings yeah. and and hopefully I can build something up for y'all because you guys you guys deserve it so yeah that's awesome mm -hmm. um, I'm really like the idea of helping or servicing or collaborating with our STEM majors um, so like yeah. your experience, Mackenzie, in taking a podcasting class, sometimes these type of classes, one, they help you with uh, presentation, speaking, the soft skills I mentioned, but two, they can be really helpful for mental health reasons to yeah. have a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully that's something that I can start working with other areas on. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be cool. Okay, I think we'll end it there.